Hi, I'm Jessica Schiller Silverman, and I want to warmly welcome you to the Alive Podcast, where wellness and business come to life. I stepped away from a six figure career in venture capital in San Francisco to start my own venture, all inspired initially from a podcast. Learn how in this powerful show full of golden nuggets that will help you learn how you can come alive in your creative prowess while creating financial and energetic flow. Each episode will uncover my secrets to debunking the starving artist myth. Come on, enjoy the ride and come alive with me. Hello listeners, welcome back to another episode of the Alive Podcast. I'm going to do something a little different today and read you a beautiful essay from the Radiant Sutras. It's called Love is a Practice. My original intention was to release this on Valentine's Day, but I really was feeling into being present, into practicing this concept that I'm embodying this year called being where my feet are. Be here now, right, in the words of Ram Das. And so I spent the morning sort of in self-love with my chrysanthemum tea and reading and just really being present, spending time outside in the sun, and then spending the afternoon with my husband. And I think that is what love is a practice means to me. And I'll read this to you in terms of the Radiant Sutras, which is a conversation between Shiva and Shakti or the divine feminine and the divine masculine that are within all of us, right? We are all embodiments of both the divine feminine and the divine masculine, just like the sun, which is the divine masculine, the moon being the divine feminine. But to me, it was starting the day with myself, loving myself, being compassionate to myself, doing what felt so real and so loving and so nourishing in the moment. So then when I show up to my partner, to who I love in the world, that is the space from which I give. Because how can you not know? How can you know, I should say, how to love someone else if you don't love yourself? And I think that's where it all began. And you know, I've been married now for going to be eight years this year. And it's been quite a journey. And I posted on Facebook, again on Instagram, about this yesterday. If you're not already following me, please do. I'm at Mozen Wellness, M-O-Z-E-N underscore wellness on Instagram and Jessica Schiller Silverman on Facebook. I had a personal poem that I shared if you want to check it out there. And that really was the energy of this love is a practice. Embodiment is loving oneself, practicing self-compassion, loving yourself, speaking loving to yourself, acting in a loving way, and consistently tuning in and saying, what do I need right now in this moment? So yes, this podcast is a day late, but it's really not a day late because I wanted to love myself first before I love on you and practice exactly what I speak to here in this passage. Love is a practice. And I'll read it to you now. Love is an energy, a shakti, that calls us to unify ourselves internally, merge body and soul, and form a relationship with another being. There are many forms of love, the kind of love we have for a friend, a sexual partner, a family member, and the profound unconditional love we share with a pet. Great skill is required in every moment of love. Each relationship asks to be cherished and held in our awareness in a particular way. It requires balance of a specific kind, 
and uses different emotional muscles. A love relationship is a type of asana flow, asana being the yogic postures that we practice in yoga, right? So shavasana or downward dog, upward dog. Love is a particular practice of yoga, complex, demanding, and exhausting. It can also be the most meaningful and rewarding practice in the world. When we give our total attention to someone, a special quality of spaciousness and tranquility can emerge. In the love song between Shiva and Shakti, called the Radiant Sutras, we hear this passage. Love is particular. When you love someone, a tangible, touchable someone, the whole world opens up. If you want to know the universe, dare to love one person, starting with yourself. All the secret teachings are right here. Go deeper and deeper still. The gift of concentration is the spaciousness that surrounds it. Focus illuminates immensity. And now I'm going to read this to you in Sanskrit. Vatsu Antaravedya Mane Sarva Vashtushu Shunyata Tam Eva Mansa Biatva Vidita Api Pra Shamyati. What does this mean? I'm going to translate all this to you. But I love to hear it in the original language, of course, which is Sanskrit. The imagery in this definition suggests the poetic truth, a language of the heart. Love is light. This is real. This is essence. This is to be known. To love is to know. Everything is right here. The world is not real. This love is real right now. My mind, my heart, my very breath are focused on you. I am naked before you. I surrender. I am conquered by this love. I die into this love. I let go. The spaciousness around us is heaven. This verse hints at the idea that when you love one tangible person or thing, everything else melts into nothingness. Again, starting with yourself. When meditating on the spaciousness, the mind is able to rest into a state of tranquility. These are experiences that lovers know in the intensity of love's flow. When you're with your cat, your dog, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your mate, your child, and love streams through you, body and soul are united in loving attention. This yoga of love is a practice that occurs naturally to everyone who loves deeply, especially if you're an empath or a sensitive soul like me. My husband actually wrote that in, in my Valentine card, and it was so touching. It was like, I, I know you love so hard and so deep, and, and I want you to give that back to yourself because I've said this quite a few times on the podcast. It's been a really challenging year for me, at least 2023 and part of 2022, um, and healing my chronic condition. And that is the greatest thing that I learned. I heard it for years, but I never truly embodied what being compassionate, having a compassionate conversation with myself really meant. I'm going to continue reading now the passage. When you focus on something that engages your entire interest, the mundane world dissolves and all your troubles are forgotten. You melt into the spaciousness that is holding you both. This is wonderfully peaceful. You are walking on air. This tranquility, however brief, is a nectar, a magic food that soothes on the nerves and gives strength to keep on loving. 
magic. The total involvement of our full capacity to perceive opens doorways into the surprising moments of communion, when the outer world fades away into an illusion and we realize this is heaven. Did someone say magic? If you have a wild and creative mind like me, which you probably do because you like listening to the show, you probably find it hard to stay focused most days. I have so many dreams and ideas and used to find it hard to find the time and focus to manifest this magic I know that lives inside of me. Instead of reaching for another cup of coffee, I started drinking a product called Magic Mind, which has a myriad of benefits beyond focus and channeling your inner abracadabra, which means what I speak, I create in Hebrew, if you didn't already know that. With Magic Mind, I'm able to be more creative thanks to the nootropics inside, and I get into flow state easier. I love the natural ingredients such as matcha, which is nature's extended energy release, rhodiola rosea, which reduces fatigue and anxiety and increases your body's resistance to stress, and lion's mane mushrooms, which is another nootropic and adaptogen, which reduces anxiety and inflammation while supporting cognition, which prevents neural degeneration and stimulating neural regeneration, regenerating those beautiful brain cells. I highly recommend exploring Magic Mind at www.magicmind.com backslash A-W-J-E-S-S, where you get a limited 56% off your first subscription. That's right, 56%. And then 20% off a one-time purchase additionally with my discount code A-W-J-E-S-S-20 as a thank you for being a devoted listener. I totally stand behind it because it works. It helps me, and I know it can help anyone else who struggles with anxiety, brain fog, or just plain overwhelm from this crazy world that we live in. Check it out at magicmind.com backslash A-W-J-E-S-S for 56% off a subscription and an extra 20% off with this code A-W-J-E-S-S-20. I'll link it all up in the show notes. And I'm sure sure you've experienced this at some point in your life where time stopped and everything just felt frozen and you felt truly euphoric, truly connected to everything that is. To me, that's love. In order to love fully, we need to utilize all of our senses, vision, hearing, balance, motion, touch, smell, and taste. For example, our bodies are permeated with sensors, stretch receptors that inform us of how far we are extending as we move. We also have a sense of heart stretch or heart coherence. And through this sensation, we are called to say yes to the ache of loving. The heightened sensory appreciation we cultivate through practice lights up our inner pathways so that we learn how to go inside and draw on greater reserves of strength and forgiveness. Savoring the moments of tranquility soothes us so we can practice graceful responses beyond mechanical reactivity of fear and anger. When we adore someone, we even love their idiosyncrasies, all of their weird but charming quirks, the sound of their laughter, the way they want to be touched, the way they perceive the world. We delight in their ever-evolving soul expression. Love is a perpetual meditation as we cherish those we love and hold them in our hearts. In this sutra, Shiva is pointing out that any object we love and attend to wholeheartedly is a worthy mantra or a doorway into practice. The tools of yoga meditation can be used with any perception, 
to shift from the outer physical level to the subtle essence and then into heavenly spaciousness. I just want to take a pause real quick to breathe and drink this beautiful passage in. So I just invite you to join me in a round of box breathing for a total count of 20. So we're going to breathe in for the count of five, four, three, two, one, and hold. Two, three, four, five, and breathe out. Two, three, four, five, and rest. Two, three, four, five. Now just pause. Of course, if you're driving, pay attention to the road, but you can still breathe and drive. I've done this on a podcast before. Just drink it in. Spend a moment of silence and stillness. We don't do this enough. I actually just had a call with one of my clients, and that is her intention for this year. She said, I want to lean more into my intuition, to hear my angels, to hear my spirit guides, what my body needs, what my soul wants. And where does this begin? This practice of love, right? Love is a practice. It's with getting quiet and getting still enough to create the space to hear. This loving conversation between Shiva and Shakti. Shiva, which is the masculine, Shakti, our divine feminine. And in this beautiful marriage of these two energies, so whether or not we're married by society's standards, right? We all have this beautiful marriage within us of the divine feminine and the divine masculine. That is where the wellspring of wisdom can flow, as in this beautiful passage from the Radiant Sutras. Wishing you a beautiful week, a beautiful day. Sending you so much love, and I will see you next week. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, I invite you to share the love with somebody in your world that really needs this message today. And if you're feeling extra generous, I would absolutely love if you would subscribe to my show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen and rate and review. Interested to know how this show has helped you come alive.